What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. I'm actually podcasting from my office tonight, so I'm not walking around the neighborhood like I always do. Um, So I might not be as uh, you might not be able to hear me uh, breathing as heavily (laughs) as you normally might. But anyways, um, I wanted to talk about obviously a billion and a half things, but I wanted to talk tonight to you about a uh, question I found interesting on Blowout, uh, which is blowoutforums.com, by the way. Um, the question was, are we in the junk auto era? So what that means is, I'm sure by now you probably know what the junk wax era is. Normally, people will say it's like mid-80s to early 90s-ish when they were making, you know, like... <laughs> millions, literally millions of every single card. Um, and, uh, you know, so basically the supply far outseeded the, um, uh, far exceeded the, uh, demand. And, uh, so obviously here we are, you know, 30, so some odd years later, and we still have a plethora of cards that we can find all over the place. They're even unopened, uh, from the late eighties and early nineties. Now, pricing is actually starting to increase a little bit on those cards, of course, as I'm sure you probably have noticed, but a lot of them are still fairly worthless. So the question is, um, are we now in a junk auto era? And uh, one person actually posted a link. Now, keep in mind, this link that I'm about to tell you about um, is now close to about a year and a half old. So it was uh, posted from Reddit, it looks like, from the end of uh, November in 2018. And somebody actually did the math, and they found some, you know, frankly, shocking numbers on the numbers of autographs of certain star players. So I'll tell you a few of them, and, and keep in mind, you know, we have a year and a half more worth of autographs that we could add on to these now. So this is this is up until uh, the end of November 2018. So for Chris Bryant, um, for instance, it looks like we have uh, nearly 10,000 uh, autographs. So that's, that's over the course of 360 cards. So the average serial number is to 27. Uh, Mike Trout, for instance, is uh, close to 5,000. I think now it's actually closer to 10,000, if I remember correctly, um, which, you know, crazy, crazy. Um, we also have Aaron Judge, and it says uh, total number of 2017 uh, numbered autographs as of today, again, 2018. It said is uh, 17,605 autographs. Uh, for Aaron Judge. And, uh, you know, so also there was Acuna, which had over 10,000, and then Otani, which had over 10,000. So uh, <laughs> to, to me, these numbers are mind boggling. Now, obviously, a lot of these cards, um, the autographs are going to be on sticker. So they'll probably have sheets and sheets and sheets of stickers that they just sign over and over and over and over and over again and then send them back to tops and then tops will create the cards and put the stickers on whatever they choose and the price obviously 
uh, goes up quite a bit. Um, and uh, that in and of itself is interesting also that we'll get to in a second. Um, but I want to rewind the clock back to like the late 80s. And, uh, you know, really anytime pre-pack pulled autograph era, which I think the first real, like I think Classic was offering um, autographs in like the early 90s from packs and, you know, score... I believe actually come think of it, Upper Deck even in 1990 and 1991, I believe they, uh, uh, 1991-92, I think they were offering autographs of, who was it, Reggie Jackson and Nolan Ryan and Ted Williams, if I remember correctly. Score did that in 91 or 92 as well, but they were very, very, very hard to get. I think Donruss had a couple elite cards like of Ripken and Sandberg and some other guys maybe. So so really pack pulled autographs started uh, for the most part in the early 90s. But uh, were there others in the 80s? I Maybe here and there. I don't think so. I can't think of any. Uh, but uh, pulling an autograph nowadays is wildly different. It's not even the same thing compared to when it started in the early 90s. So the autographs that are pulled in packs today probably more closely resemble uh, when uh, they, they start really ramping up in the uh, mid to late uh, 90s. So we're talking, if I remember correctly, Leaf did a signature series. And I think that was probably one of the first ones where you, know, you actually had a really good shot of, uh, of pulling an autograph if you open a pack or maybe like there's a an autograph uh, per box or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they had like a set of autographs. Um, and, uh, you know, so this is a pretty big deal, really big deal. In fact, going back to the eighties, late eighties, I remember, uh, you know, before you could actually pull an autograph of really anybody uh, from packs, like the only way you can get an autograph was to uh, do through the mail or, go to card show or, you know, to see them in person or, you know, something like that, you know, or, or you actually go to a card shop and, you know, see something that's already signed. Um, now, obviously there's a massive difference between something that's pack pulled and something that's not. So an autograph from back then, um, normally they would not be authenticated. And if they were, it would not be by a reputable, uh, third-party grading system um, or authentication uh, company. It would actually be like uh, <laughs> any number of these, you know, uh, you know, types of companies that would just print a COA from their, from their printer or something. But um, so you had a hard time knowing the authenticity of a lot of these signatures back then. Like you would truly be buying an autograph, like almost, you know, on blind faith. Um, unless you really were in tune with all this, you know, various subtle intricacies of a certain player's autograph. So, you know, there's uh, there's some guys that were uh, actually autographing tons of baseballs uh, of Mickey Mantle and they were really good forgeries. So they duped a lot of people and, you know, it just wasn't the mix autograph. Um, but anyway, so so going back to these autographs from the 80s, like. If you wanted something, um, you know, you could sign, you know, you could get something to sign, you know, certainly in either like a pen 
or too thick of a you know marker or something or a pencil uh, and it wouldn't be on uh, a card that was designed for a signature for example right because nowadays what they do is they'll have the nice little fade and then they'll they'll uh, they'll standardize the signature and they'll get real fancy and say okay well this is the blue ink but you know here's the red ink and the red ink will be serial number to something else or whatever. So, um, and then of course you have like the gold inks and the silver inks and, you know, they're all numbered differently as well. Um, so on top of that, if you have a pack pulled autograph, you have the, the certificate of authenticity, um, right embedded in the card, you know, which is nice as well. Um, so autograph collecting now versus, you know, when I was growing up, uh, it, it's wildly different. It's like two different things, uh, completely. In fact, uh, you know, you could get a, uh, an in-person or through the mail autograph or whatever, uh, on eBay. And it might be like, let's say a 1988 Donruss Don Mattingly or something. Uh, and the autograph could look junky because maybe it's faded or the wrong pen was used or, you know, it, it doesn't show up too well because the card wasn't really designed for it. And so a card like that might not go for much at all. Um, but if you have a pack pulled one, the, the signature looks nice, the perfect pen was used and so on and so forth. Those will go for a lot more money um, typically. So now there are some collectors of uh, vintage rookies um, when you have signed and then, you know, uh, authenticated by PSA or someone. Uh, those will go for really good money. Um, but, you know, if you're looking at junk wax era, you know, common type cards that are signed, I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother ball of wax. Um, and by the way, just to kind of uh, go go down another little rabbit trail there, there's actually some collectors out there that try to put together entire sets of autograph cards. And, and I've heard of people that try to go for the entire 1987 Topps autograph set. And interestingly enough, there's like one or two holdouts. There are some guys, uh, they're baseball players that will absolutely not. They refuse to sign their 87 tops card for one reason or another. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but uh, if they ever pop up, they're common guys and they will go for hundreds of dollars because there are these set collectors uh, of 87 tops trying to put together the entire set autographed. And some of them, um, you know, they just refuse to, they refuse to sign. So if, if one pops up, then they paid big money for it. So, which I find, you know, amazing to me, you know, I mean, it's a, it's incredible when you, when you're on a mission to get like 792 cards signed, uh, and it has to be 87 tops. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine somebody paying a lot of money to overcome an obstacle like that, but, uh, yeah, I've always wondered why will they not sign their 87 tops cards? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but um, anyway, so uh, I remember checking in Beckett, uh, Beckett magazine and reading an article. I remember this kid that was like this big time Ken Griffey Jr. collector. I think he had like, I don't remember what it was. It was like a handful of Ken Griffey Jr. autographs. And me just thinking uh, as I'm reading this and looking at pictures as a kid going, what on earth is he doing with more than one autograph of his favorite player? Why would he need more than one? And, you know, here we are, uh, 
as a hobby, <laughs> collecting like multiple, uh, several, several, several autographs of the same player over and over and over again. And uh, I got, gosh, I got, I just got to tell y'all, like things have changed drastically um, because you just wouldn't find that. And that to make things more interesting, which I mean, look, I know that y'all know this, but you think about like when we actually go to search for an autograph. Now, there's a lot of us out there uh, that will not only be interested in several different autographs of a certain player, but several different autographs of the same player on the same type of card, but just with a different color border and a different serial number. Ah. It's wild to me. Like, uh, twelve-year-old uh, Tanner cannot wrap his head around that sort of thing. I mean, that's that's insanity. But of course, here I am sitting here, at having collected literally hundreds and hundreds of autographs of the same guy um, at one point, uh, Kinseko, obviously, and uh, I was well on my way to collecting everything I could get my hands on that were autographed of his. So I'm not sure exactly what changed, um, like why our hobby community decided to uh, go like all in on rainbows and autographs and that sort of thing. But, uh, but we have, and the hobby is wildly different now. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, by the way. I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, hey, shame on us. Look at us where we are. I mean, it, it is what it is, truly. And it's fun to be able to document where we've been. And I personally find it fascinating. I mean, you know, you have, for example, um, like I said, we're looking at Aaron Judge, 17,600 autographs. He might have 20,000 here. Actually, let me, let me take a look and see if I can, if I can, you know, find, like, get, get a better idea. I'm going to go to Beckett.com here. Yeah, it doesn't give me the total. Uh, uh, including print runs or whatever, but I do want to see um, if I could figure out pretty quickly uh, if that number has gone up significantly or not. So typed in his name in the search. I'm going to click auto. Click apply. 2204. Okay, Aaron Judge. Yeah, there's a oh wow so it looks like Aaron Judge has a oh no that's not Aaron Judge that's uh, Aaron Fultz I'm not sure why they gave me that guy I'm not sure who that is even um, but yeah you probably yeah one thing we probably won't even be able to know is because I think there's a lot of guys out there that we simply don't know or a lot of cards out there that we simply don't know what the print run is um, like just as an example, this Aaron Fultz guy in 95 uh, signature rookies. Oh, that's why he came up. It was called Old Judge Signatures. <laughs> um, he had 5,750 autographs of just him. Like, how crazy is that? Um, try to do a uh, serial number descending sort and see what happens here. And... There's a, yeah, I mean, there's like a, a 2017 Tops Now Home Run Derby bonus. Um, that says 4,039. I'm not sure if that's an autograph or not. 
it doesn't show. Um, okay, let me try to click this filter again here. Um, but like you think about it, if if he truly has like you know two thousand or I'm sorry twenty thousand different autographs out there, I mean that's that's nutty to me. That and I got I got to be honest with you, like I haven't uh, cross referenced and double checked these numbers of what somebody was saying um, of what people were saying before on uh, on Reddit as far as the numbers go. Okay, yeah, it looks like there's two different Aaron Judges. So there's a 2017 um, Aaron Judge year that they have 17,605, and a 2018 Aaron Judge 4,370. So, so right there looks like there's over 20,000. And I don't know, guys. Like I've got a a very hard time to um, uh, thinking about like how. Um, an Aaron Judge autograph can go for a ton of money if there were over 20,000 of them up until the end of 2018. I'm actually going to do something while I'm on, on uh, the line with you right now. I'm going to check out the uh, um, sales history of Aaron Judge autographs and see how much they go for now. Because frank frankly, I've never had one and I don't know how much they go for. I know they were like super hot. Uh you know, a couple of years ago. Um, but let's see how much they sell for now. And obviously there's going to be a massive difference between, uh, from card to card, but I would like to see like the last 30 days. And it'd just be interesting for us to see how many have sold in the past 30 days also. Um, so it looks like 955, uh, Aaron judge, autograph cards whenever I type in Aaron Judge Auto so you know, clearly not all of them will be autographs um, but it looks like uh, 955 have sold in the past 30 days with an average price of $176 uh, <laughs> if anybody says that this hobby isn't going strong right now uh, <laughs> I think they're off the rocker because uh, it looks like they're doing mighty fine I mean, this is Aaron Judge He's obviously a star player, but with as big into baseball and baseball cards as I am, like I had no clue. Um, I knew that they would sell for pretty well, but um, let's see what the what the cheapest one is here. Let me scroll down. Uh, looks like man, it looks like all of them uh, are over. You know, good clip over a hundred bucks. Um, from what I'm seeing right now. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy. So, um, you know, to go further though, you think about this, like imagine Aaron judge sitting down at his table, uh, you know, just signing, just signing all kinds of stickers over and over and over again, tops, Panini, leaf, wherever he you know has cards, gets these sheets of autographs and they create the cards. All of them are printed the same way. You know, you have some that are numbered to 500, some that are numbered to 100, some of them they're one of ones. And they just take the stickers and they put them on the cards. And depending upon, uh, you know, what color the border is and what the number is, uh, you could have that same sticker autograph go for $100 or $1,000, depending upon uh, what type of card that they printed out that that autograph is sitting on. Um, and, uh, 
man, it's, it's incredible to me. Like, so they've, <laughs> they've, uh, they've carved out a very nice niche for themselves in, in uh, terms of business, um, to be able to do that because, uh, when it comes to sticker autographs, um, these, these players are no doubt being paid by the sticker. And <laughs> so if, if Aaron judge is being paid $20 per sticker, for example, or $30 or whatever it is, um, that $30 sticker could go on a hundred dollar card or a thousand dollar card. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's crazy to me. Of course it's, uh, it makes sense. You know I mean? Like I know you get it, I get it. Um, but you know, you think it, you think about it though, like that's uh, pretty amazing because a lot of these cards are not even on card autographs. They're just stickers. Now, to, to move into talking about sticker autographs, by the way, um, first of all, I want to tell you all, I know there's a lot of people out there that hate sticker autographs as much as they do unlicensed cards. Um, for me personally, I don't mind sticker autographs provided the card itself is designed in such a way to take it. Um, and I'll give you a kind of a little bit of an example. Let me look over at some of my cards here. Um, so there'll be like a, uh, a card that's designed with like a rectangle with like gold embellishments in the border around this rectangle. And then the sticker autograph just kind of sits in the middle of that gold border. Um, I think that's fine. I have no problem with that. Now, obviously it's nice to know that your favorite player has handled the card that you own and has signed it on card, you know, for sure. I get it. I completely do. Um, but from a design perspective, you know, I, I don't have a problem with stickers when it comes to that. Now, if there's a card that doesn't look like a sticker belongs on it, uh, I don't really like those all that much. Um, so, uh, when it comes to those types of cards, like a stadium club, I think does that on a lot of cards, like every now and then I'll see cards like stadium club, for example, um, where they'll put a sticker autograph on it and it just seems out of place kind of, or, um, you know, there, there's some other brands that tops does this with as well. And, and no doubt Panini and Leaf do this from time to time also. Um, I just think, man, that just doesn't look right. And sometimes I'll even prefer a card without an autograph as opposed to a card with an autograph. If it doesn't seem like it fits uh, or if it doesn't look right there. And so that's just, you know, that's just me personally. But, uh, would I say this 20 years ago? No, I would. In fact, I probably wouldn't even think twice about the quality of an autograph. I guess we can, you know, the, the benefit of having some players with five, 10, 20,000 autographs out there now is we could be choosy. We could be very picky with the type of signature that we want, um, and the type of card. So I, I actually have a couple super fractors that I prefer having no autograph on because some of them just don't seem like they really fit with the signature. So, um, I'm, you know, and I'm sure there's other people out there that, that feel the same way, but I'm sure there's other people out there also that disagree with me and they think, what, are you crazy? Autographs are always better. Um, <laughs> I get it completely for me personally, just because for the guy I collect Kinseiko, um, he has so many signatures out there. It's not really a big, massive deal to me. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's just so many things that we 
have so many options that we have nowadays as collectors. So the question is, um, you know, I'll kind of circle back to the title of this is, are we in the junk auto era? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not really even sure how to define that. I probably should have uh, talked about that a little bit to begin with, but you know, maybe, maybe we are, maybe we are because we can actually, um, we can actually be as, as choosy as we are now. And, and we'll never, none of us will ever get all of the autographs of our guy. It's just not possible because of the one of ones and such. Now we, we can certainly try, but it just won't happen a hundred percent. Um, and also by that same token, we could stop collecting, uh, today and we could pick up like, let's say if we're an Aaron judge collector, we could stop collecting today and card companies could stop, um, creating cards today. It's happened in the past, by the way, um, and pick back up five years from now. And there's probably still not going to be a shortage of Aaron judge autograph cards. Um, I'd like to actually look at the, uh, uh, number of Aaron judge autographs that have sold over the past year. And, uh, it says there have been 10,013 that have sold over the past year. That is a lot of autographs that have sold for one guy. I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing to me. 10,000. Think about that. So, uh, let me run some numbers here. Okay. It looks like that's about 27 autographs of Aaron Judge that have sold a day. <laughs> you think about that. That's nuts, right? Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't, sh it, there, there's like no, uh, no signs of um, any card companies stopping this or slowing down either. So the more interest we show, guess what? The more they're going to make because they want to meet the supply or they want to meet the demand. And of course, that's good business. You know, it's just good business. So um, I guess we will we'll see what happens. And by the way, um, I wonder if I can find out the total number of uh, or the cost of all of these together. Looks like the average sold price is just over two hundred dollars, um, which is you know that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing to me. But anyway, so yeah, judge for yourself. Haha, <laughs> Aaron, judge for yourself <laughs> um, of if we are in the junk auto era or not. Um, I could I could see that there's a, that there's an argument for it. I could definitely see there's an argument for it. But in the end, ultimately, um, you know, the the takeaway from this is to collect what you like and don't collect what you don't like. There's uh, never never have a never feel compelled to buy because you're afraid to that you're going to miss out on something because they're always going to make more of everything. And, uh, that's just how it is. It's just how it is. So, you know, if you're, if you're going all in on a card, just make sure it's one that you really like, I guess is what my suggestion would be to you. So, um, that does it for tonight. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you think that we're in a junk autograph era or not. All right. Thanks again for, uh, for listening. Have a great night.